Welcome to the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast, episode number one. In this episode, the moms share why they decided to do this podcast, as well as a little about themselves, why they chose to homeschool, and what to expect in future episodes of the Savvy Homeschool Moms Podcast. <laughs> Mom, where's my glasses? Honey, where's my glasses? Why is the dog wearing a tutu? Where are my shoes? Honey, is this one of your science projects in the fridge? I'm hungry. I'm Tina. I'm Becky. And, and we're, we're the Savvy Homeschool Moms. We thought we'd start off by telling everybody why we decided to do this podcast. And uh, the biggest reason I felt was uh, there's just a dearth of podcasts out there for homeschoolers. There's mm-hmm. a few that are current and pretty good, but there's really not very many. When you look on iTunes, the vast majority of the homeschool podcasts you find have already long since died. So we thought we'd start our own. Absolutely. <laughs> also, like many of the homeschool things out there, a lot of the available podcasts have a religious slant to them. There's not a lot out there that caters to um, secular homeschoolers like ourselves right exactly and we wanted to share our passion for homeschooling and the day-to-day struggles and rewards and pulling our hair out and banging our heads against (laughs) the wall and (laughs) and you know for for newbie homeschoolers that may be thinking about it as well as um veteran homeschoolers who just like to know that they're not the only ones out there going through what we're going through and um just share our journey always good to know that there are other people out there who are going through what we are going through exactly misery <laughs> loves company no <laughs> <laughs> misery loves company absolutely um no no new homeschoolers it's no misery it's good it's good no no it's all good it's all good okay. also cream. we wanted to have an outlet to share resources that we find uh, along our journey i know uh, tina and i both are um good researchers and we're good finders of things good finders of resources and so we wanted to have a way to share that with other homeschoolers so that you know we can share some of our information with them all right because we're finding stuff constantly and the most important reason it sounded like fun tons of fun (laughs) tons and tons of fun as you go along uh, with us, you'll find out there's lots of things that Tina and I do because we think they sound like lots and lots of fun. <laughs> they don't always end up that way, though. But <laughs> they usually turn out lots and lots of work, yes. but it's still fun. <laughs> so I guess we should introduce ourselves and let everybody know who we are. Um, okay, well, let me, why don't I be the first? Okay. Everyone, this is Tina. <laughs> Hi, I've been homeschooling my kids, Maven, who is 11 years old. And Tiran, who's six years old since the beginning. They've never been to public or private school. Oh, yes. There's also <laughs> my husband, Adam. We've been together since 99, so what, 13 years now? Goodness. Wow. Yes, just had our anniversary. Happy anniversary. Why, thank you. And um, two cats. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, I don't really have any hobbies other than playing around on the computer a lot. I actually do a lot of web design and, and, and creating websites, um, which we'll put all that information on my websites on the on our website, which I should mention is SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com, which will have a page eventually. By the time this is live, it will have a page about each of us and all our our um, relevant websites that we have. I know you have it least one or two I think too don't you I do I do one or two 
Uh, let's see what else. Interest, Doctor Who. I think uh, Becky for that one. Becky got me into Doctor Who. Definitely a Whovian hardcore. I am. I threw. I am actually wearing a Doctor Who T-shirt while we're speaking. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have one yet, but I have a, a whole bunch bookmarked that I want to buy when I have money. <laughs> um, so, Becky got me into Doctor Who, and then I got her into Bollywood movies. So. Bollywood movies? <laughs> Shahrukh Khan. I love Bollywood movies. Oh, yeah. It's always a happy ending, and everyone in the world knows the choreography. Yes, I know. <laughs> They're a lot of fun. My kids are totally into Bollywood movies now, too, the ones that I've shown them. Um, let's see. I don't think I have any other, <laughs> I can't think of anything else that I do. I don't have tons and tons of things that I do like you do. You always have all kinds of things going on. <laughs> I don't really seem to have the time. I mean, I work on my websites and I do get some money off of that because I have advertisers, but I mean, I love reading. I just never seem to find the time to do it these days. But. you got to read that article I sent you about how to find the time to I know, read. And I can't, find the time to read the I article. I can't find time to read the article on finding time to read. <laughs> it's bad. It's fantastic. Very bad. Very bad. Okay, so I'm going to introduce you now. So. Okay. This is Becky. Hi, I'm Becky. <laughs> and um, I have been homeschooling my two children, Danielle, uh, who is age nine, and Jack, who is age six, since the beginning. Unlike Tina, though, I chose to go through the public school charter system. So um, we have been homeschooling under a supervising teacher, and um, actually the children are enrolled in the regular school district. It's kind of weird, but yes, yeah. it's true. Actually, mine are now too, so <laughs> yes, I started fact, off differently, though. Yes. Hopefully this fall, they'll be in the same charter school, yes. fingers crossed. Yay. Yes. Yes. So, um, and I, I'm not walking in this journey alone. I've got my husband, Dean, <laughs> and I have, um, ooh, I have a dog, a cat, and a frog. Ooh, fun. Yes. And uh, as Tina mentioned, I have wide and varied hobbies and interests, <laughs> uh, including Doctor Who and Bollywood movies. But um, in addition to that, I'm a member of the local steampunk society. Hmm. And I don't even know um, what that is. Steampunk <laughs> is, um, uh, it's re- uh, like kind of a um, alternate history huh. based on if a Jules Verne type technology had come about as opposed to coal. Okay. So instead, of, or as opposed to um, like gasoline engines. So if we used the steam engines t- uh, model of like a steam train mm-hmm. to power everything. Okay. And so um, in it, uh, it features uh, Victorian dress. Um, a lot of the um, accessories and things will have gears and all sorts of those kinds hmm. of things. Brass and brown or big colors. It's, it's just kind of a, an interesting idea. Is it like it's a role-playing like, you know, thing? Um, it can be. Um, for me, it's just to dress up and go hang out with my friends while doing cool things like watching silent movies with live music accompaniments oh, and things like very that. Very cool. Yeah. yeah, recently the Steampunk Society, um, I, I wasn't able to go, but they went up to the Winchester Mystery House. Oh, I've been wanting to go there. Yes, and there were some gorgeous pictures taken of all of them together in their costumes and very everything. Cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. I enjoy it a lot. Also, I'm I'm uh, very involved in the local Rogue Festival, which is a independent art festival that happens every year in Fresno in March, where the largest unjuried um, performance festival on the West Coast. Unjuried, and which means that you don't have to send us an audition tape. Oh, before we'll let you in. You're just, you're all you just have in. to do is yeah. You just have, <laughs> if you want to come in, you follow all the steps and you're in. 
And so um, that's kind of cool. I enjoy that a lot. <laughs> that just finished up in March, and uh, it eats a lot of my brain cells every year. Yes, I can vouch for that. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to even talk about this till we get through Rogue. <laughs> but it's completely worth it, and I, I very much enjoy doing it, and I get to work with a lot of great artists and a lot of great people. So oh, That's cool. Yeah, it's tons of fun. Mm. So, and I think. Oh, and I read. Uh, I read a lot of books. Um, yes. And I read very quickly, and I enjoy reading a great deal. So I make it a point to to make time to read. Hopefully every day, but not always every day. Sometimes dishes get in the way. <laughs> well, yes. You're inspiring or, me to 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 force myself to find time to read. You know what? I found the best thing in the world that that really added to my ability to read more is my Kindle. Oh, um, I found that I really read more because I could pull it out of my purse anywhere and it was ready to go right then. I didn't have to worry about, did I have enough light? Oh. <laughs> because the Kindle lights itself and I could just read anywhere. Awesome. I, you didn't mention Rocky Horror. I didn't mention the Rocky <laughs> Horror Picture Show. Oh my goodness. Another obsession of mine. And actually the local, um, I'm excited because the local cast is going to do the Rocky Horror Show again here awesome. in Fresno. They last did it in 2009 and it was fantastic. Um, but yes, I've seen the Rocky Horror Picture Show upwards of 300 times. Holy cow, really? And, wow. Yes. <laughs> I know, right? Well, you know, when I become obsessive of something, I'm obsessive about it. I, I don't go I don't go for any of these halfway obsessions. Yeah. I, 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 I frown on people who go halfway with their obsessions. <laughs> what? You've only seen Rocky Horror 100 times? Who are you? Please. I don't think I've ever actually seen it all the way through. <laughs> Yikes! How did I just say that to I you? Am, I have the DVD. You oh, can thanks. borrow it someday. I can't, I'm sorry. I just can't get into it. <laughs> I like the music, I, though. <laughs> But uh, but I'm a fan of, of bad musicals. I mean, uh, Repo, the Genetic Opera. I really enjoyed Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of the bad musical. That's funny. Yeah, you and I have many things in common, but we also have many things that we uh, don't agree on, too. So it's kind of inter- makes things interesting. There's lots and lots of differences in, like, the musics. That, music, musics, yeah. <laughs> the music that we like <laughs> and the... Um, TV shows and movies and such. So, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you watched you watched The Medium? I did. You still watch yeah, that? Yeah, I, I watched every episode. Uh, oh my god, that's just, it's I hard. can't even, I couldn't even get it's through It's hard, yeah, I, it's very, yeah, intense. Oh, and um, Becky and I met years ago when she was pregnant with her daughter um, through our local Attachment Parenting Mommies group. Um, so we've kind of known each other through thick and thin for how many years is that now 10 i think uh 10 10 years years yes so So, okay santino why don't you tell us why you decided to homeschool your children okay well let's see well i knew i was going to homeschool even before maven was conceived (laughs) actually i actually um used to work at a school in sacramento as the preschool um i was like what was my official title the the afternoon lead teacher I think of the preschool program anyway I was like in charge of the afternoon program and um and they they had elementary school there too and it was this really alternative child-centered approach and just small classes um combined grades and just very child-centered and just really cool way of educating kids and um so I got a chance to see what it could look like and then I subbed in the Fresno school's in the beginning of my time living here because I haven't lived here forever um, <laughs> uh, 
before I got married and um, was kind of horrified at what I saw in the public schools (laughs) (laughs) and pretty much decided at that point that was probably not going to work for my future children and and then I don't even know how I stumbled across the idea of homeschooling, but I know that there was a book in Barnes and Nobles that I found at one point that was about homeschooling, and it was specifically about like pr- personal stories from people who who were homeschooling, mm-hmm. and it just like touched me, like oh my gosh, this is such a cool idea. This is, you know, because there's no harmony. The school that I worked at in Sacramento was called Harmony Day School, and um, there's no harmony here. There's nothing even remotely like it. There's not even any private schools. If we could afford private schools, there's not any that are even remotely like it. So, you know, homeschooling it was. So that was my big reason was just that I, uh, the initial biggest reason was just that I knew that I could do it better. I knew that I could do it way better. I don't agree with the way that the public schools educate children at all. And um, so I just wanted to start from scratch and do it my way. And then, of course, there's all the extra reasons of bullying and sexual harassment and, you know, it's a hit or miss if you get a good teacher and, um, you know, all the reasons that you hear a lot of people saying. But my biggest reason was that I just didn't really see. Oh, and institutionalizing children. I don't really. That's a big one of mine, too. I don't don't agree with that. So, yeah, I just wanted to do something that would provide a more enriching childhood for my children. So that's why I homeschool. So why do you homeschool, Becky? Well, I have two main reasons why I homeschool my children. Um, And I actually had no idea I was going to homeschool um, before Danielle was born. Because I actually have an older son, which I didn't mention, because I said I homeschool my two younger children. Or I said I homeschool two of my children, but I didn't say that I have a third child. I have a 20-year-old son. He's he's (laughs) going to be 21 this year. That's even more frightening. And um, he was not homeschooled. He was brought up in the public school systems here in California and in Texas. And um, he had a rough time of it. It wasn't a a fantastic experience Mm -hmm. for him. Um, But I didn't have any choice in the matter because of, well, for differing reasons. I didn't have a lot of choice Mm -hmm. in the matter. Um, But for my two youngest, I um, I had never even really, I knew that homeschooling existed out in the religious fringes and things, but um, I wasn't aware that there were, you know, non-religious people who homeschooled uh, until I I met you and I met some of the other AP moms um, and started talking about it. And I went, oh, this is a fantastic idea. (laughs) And the reason, or the the two main reasons, which I mentioned earlier that I have, are one, I'm very selfish. (laughs) When my children, when my children have those aha moments, I want to be the one there. I don't want some teacher who doesn't, you know, maybe care about my kids for a year, but then move on and care about other kids for the next year. Um, I wanted to be the one that that went, yay, (laughs) you know, and and cheered them on and and everything else. And it's been very rewarding um, watching my daughter read and going, "Ah, I did that. (laughs) I taught her to read. I'm awesome. (laughs) And um, that's the first reason. And the second reason was my own experience in public school was not necessarily a joyful one. Um, I was um, in the Gifted and Talented program, and I was kind of a geek. Imagine that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just a little geeky back then. I'm full-on geek girl now, but um, back then I was just a little geeky, but it was enough that I got teased and I got tormented a lot. And um, because being a smart geek is you know only you know one step worse than being a dumb geek so 
Yeah. <laughs> so um, that made things rough. And then on top of that, the teachers, because I was gifted and talented education program students, they expected more from me than they expected from your average kid. So even when I was having a bad day and didn't want to turn in a, you know, 15-page paper when only a seven-page paper was required, you know, if I turned in a seven-page paper that your average kid would get an A on, I'd get a C. Oh. Because so much more was expected of me. Oh, yeah. It was horrible. And so, and all I really remember from school other than uh, abject fear from being tormented and teased all the time and being frustrated with my my teachers was absolute boredom Mm. and I don't want my children to ever be bored you know if I can help it I mean obviously it happens and this is something no one ever tells you is that even in homeschooling your kids aren't always going to be those happy kids cherub cheeks sitting at the table excited about what they're going to Uh, learn unlike what many blogs show (laughs) exactly (laughs) but um, I can keep the boredom to the to a minimum and if things get boring enough, maybe we'll set it aside for the moment and come back to it later on after we've done something a little more interesting. Right. So I can minimize the boredom. Because most of the trouble I got into in school was because of boredom. Mm-hmm. You get bored enough and you start finding ways to make things not boring anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and very rarely are those socially acceptable <laughs> ways. Yes. So those are my two main reasons for yes. homeschooling. I is, thought we could is, actually go on for hours about our reasons because I'm sure there's more that we just haven't thought of right now. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, because while you're talking, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah that's me too. <laughs> yep. I, I am enjoying, um, Danielle's taking chemistry this, this year, and um, I am enjoying it immensely because I never really took a, f- a formal chemistry oh, really? class. And so, and thankfully, I'm teaching chemistry on a fourth grade level. So, you know, it's not difficult yeah. for me to do without having the bad. I mean, nobody, I don't want calls all of a sudden from, ah, oh, she's not qualified to teach her chemistry. <laughs> I, have, I have a friend who's a chemistry teacher who went over the curriculum and he said, this is exactly what I would teach a fourth grader where they're trying to learn chemistry. <laughs> he teaches at a high school level, but, you know, he, he's got a background in chemistry. Right. And um, I am enjoying the heck out of it. Uh, I'm learning so much about, um, you know, stuff that I didn't necessarily know about. Oh, yeah, I learn new stuff all the time. I'm like, I always tell my kids, well, you know, I'm a product of the public school system, so when I learned this, it went in one area and out the other. It was not provided in an interesting way like you're getting. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So I didn't, it didn't stick. If I did learn it, it didn't stick. (laughs) You know, I I had an aha moment recently. No, no, I guess it was it was last spring. Brooke, uh, mm-hmm. our neighbor, yes, you know no. Brooke. She was here, and um, she asked me for some help with her homework. And I realized um, that because Danielle hadn't gotten to the same point in math, I realized that I had no <laughs> idea how to do what it was that she was trying to do. And it wasn't until I got to that point with Danielle and of course being the teacher I have dun 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 the teacher's manuals which helps a <laughs> yes. lot um, and I went oh I, I just got to this point the same point in the math book with Danielle now and I went oh I remember when I was trying to help Brooke with this oh man I must have confused her something <laughs> awful <laughs> yeah right <laughs> I kind of feel sorry for parents who have to help their kids with their homework from public school they don't have the teacher's right. manuals they just have to know the stuff you know well, they don't have, have the, the backup though. So that helps. Well, yeah. And Khan Academy. Khan Academy. I was just going to say that. <laughs> that place is fantastic. Yeah, I've only dabbled over there. I need to get in there. There's just so many resources. It's overwhelming. 
But for math, I really have found that if I can't explain it to her to where she gets it, I stick her on Khan mm-hmm. Academy and she comes out of it and goes, oh, okay, that's what you were talking about. Why didn't you just say it that way? I'm like, because I don't have a really cool write-on wipe-off yeah, right. board. I don't know. <laughs> I do my best. Yep, yep, definitely. Okay, so I guess we should uh, also share what we plan to do with our podcast. Since That's a great idea. <laughs> Because people are probably listening right now going, well, what am I going to get That's right. <laughs> Let's see. So, well, I know that we've talked about definitely for sure sharing all the resources that we are constantly learning about on the Internet and from the library and, you know, books that we stumble across and websites that we stumble across and that kind of thing. That's that's a big part of why I wanted to do this show besides the previously mentioned reasons because I really wanted to... Um, to I, I share it on my blog already, but I wanted to find a way to get it out there to more people. Some, yeah, we can get a bigger yeah. audience this way, potentially. Yeah, because if they're anything like me and don't have time to sit and read even a website very often, um, it's much easier to plug into a to an iPod or a, or iPhone, or even if you have the old MP3 players, they work too, and uh, listen while doing dishes or, you know. Absolutely. I, I listen to podcasts while I mow the yard. It's like that. that yeah, I, I crank it way I up. <laughs> I listen to podcasts while I do dishes and while I make dinner and while I, you know, yeah. all that stuff that involves me being up and moving right. around and can't really focus on a, you know, um, I, I'm terrible. I take my laptop everywhere so I can watch television. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, have a laptop I, yet, so I can't do that yet. But I do have my iPhone and I listen everywhere. I, I, I drive to the store to get mcdonald's sweet teas which we do a lot actually which is bad but um (laughs) i listen i listen to snippets of podcasts i've got like all kinds of different kinds of podcasts i listen to so yeah so if people out i figured if people out there are anything like me um it's much easier to listen to recommended resources and and such and uh and then and keep in mind that if we recommend something on the show you can always go to our website after the show and click on our show right. notes and there will be links to all of those things so don't feel like you've got to pull out an ink pen right then and there and write it down while you're in right. traffic we're very internet Just, savvy here we know how about about how to build those things into our websites <laughs> absolutely so we will make sure that the links to everything that you need will be on the show page after every show so that you can you know find them quickly easily and get right to them because we know how frustrating it can be when you hear right. something and you didn't get it written down and you didn't remember you're driving. it exactly and you're trying to <laughs> yes. Google it. <laughs> what was that? Yes. It, yes. Exactly. And also we want to do book uh, book reviews, curriculum reviews, more in-depth than just like mentioning right. it um, with stuff that we've actually used and has worked or hasn't worked for our family. Right. Um, between the two of us, we have read a lot of books, done a lot of research, used a lot of different kinds of curriculums here and Projects. there. Projects. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, we have a little bit of a background in that. Uh, and so we want to be able to share with uh, other families how things worked sure. for us or didn't work for us. So that um, so also um, we just really wanted to be able to share stories from the front lines. Yes. As we talked about in depth, um, a lot of the blogs and things that are out there make everything sound like it's, you know, all happiness, sunshine and smiles. Yes. Homeschooling yes. is exactly, and and whereas lots of times it is, right? Sometimes it's mud and snot and <laughs> and yelling tantrums. and crying and beating your head against a wall. Yes. And sometimes it's even the kids yelling <laughs> and crying. So, <laughs> yes. 
yeah. <laughs> you know, and sometimes mommy has to put herself on timeout. Yes. So. Oh, and I, the thing I just remembered, it just brought to mind, there was something I read somewhere, and I don't remember where it was. It might have been in uh, Secular Homeschooling Magazine. I don't remember. Somebody said something about how if a public school parent complains about how things are going in school or with their kids, it's like, oh, you know, they have sympathy, there's sympathy for them and, you know, well, you know, there's no other option. So let's just, you know, power through it and you'll get through it. But if a homeschooler complains, they say, well, well, you could just stick them in school. Exactly. (laughs) Like that's a reasonable, you know, that's a reasonable um, alternative. Right. And yeah, so there'll be plenty of times when Becky and I will be beating our head against a wall and uh, mentioning on the show probably about how our kids are driving us nuts. But that doesn't mean we want to stop what we're doing. That doesn't mean that we exactly. should even. It just means that we're having a frustrating day just like every other mom out there. And no, the response that we don't want, the response that we don't want to hear is, oh, well, you could just stick them in school and well, it's your own choice that you decided to stay home with them. This is your you know, you made your bed, you lie on it now. <laughs> and lie on it quietly. On it. Or put them in school. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because so. there's many times when I'm drinking my cup of coffee while I'm hiding, you know, in the kitchen <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, wow, I wish there was somewhere I could put my children for eight yeah. hours a day where someone else will look after them and <laughs> teach them and everything else. But that doesn't mean that I would ever actually right. do it. I just daydream about it. The same way I daydream about, you know, being taller. <laughs> taller? You're not short. I, but comparatively, I am. I, I, I have lots of, I don't know, you haven't been in my kitchen unless you were here when Candy lived here. I've been in your kitchen once. Okay, my shelves are way, way over my head. I have to get, I have a step stool that I have to carry around (laughs) in my kitchen to get into my shelves. And I am actually not that tall, so. (laughs) Well, I think you're about the same height as me, aren't you? I'm 5'6". I'm, I'm 5'5". Yeah, see, you're pretty close. So anyway, yeah. that was completely relevant to the podcast too. <laughs> well, and you know what, listeners, mm. I'm going to tell you a little secret. Oh no, here it comes. I've I've known Tina for a very long time, and we sometimes have trouble staying on topic, but no. we do our best. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope that when we do get off topic, like we just did a moment ago, you will bear with us, and you will We're making you rabbit know, trails. Yes, exactly. Hopefully you'll stick around because eventually we'll get back on topic. And we do actually have a lot of information and a lot of fun and things that we just want to share yes, with you. Definitely. So with that, I guess we can wrap up our first episode. I think That's so. Not bad. Uh, not bad at all. I think I we think did quite well. We, and hopefully you guys think we did well yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, and realize this is our first episode, so we will get better at this. Yes, we may sound a little awkward from time to time because we're just starting off, but yes, we will get better and but more comfortable. Hopefully you like this. <laughs> and if you did like us, this is what I want you to do. <laughs> I want you to go to iTunes. You know iTunes. <laughs> they own all of our music and everything these yes. days. Go to iTunes and leave a review for us. Or click the share button and share us with your yes. friends because those reviews are like bits of dark chocolate. They just make our, make us so happy. Uh, unless you don't like dark chocolate like me, in which okay, case it's well, like milk chocolate. <laughs> okay. Bits of chocolate, dark and or milk, depending on your preference. And, and telling your friends about us will get more people to download our podcast. So that will make us even happier. And guess what we'll do when we're happier? We'll record more yes, podcasts. And we'll be happy, happy. <laughs> And we're also on Facebook. We are? What is it? Facebook.com slash Savvy Homeschool Moms. And on Twitter, our handle is Savvy Homeschool. 
because it didn't fit. Moms Absolutely. didn't fit. It was either savvy homeschool mom, which wasn't going to cut it, <laughs> or savvy homeschool. <laughs> so we're savvy homeschool on Twitter. Excellent. And that's another great way to get in touch yes. with us. And you can leave us those great comments on both of those places as well. Um, if you want uh, links to any resources that we shared, I, I think Khan Academy is about the only one we really mentioned. But our links to our website, our Twitter, and all of those things will be there as well. And to view any notes on any of our shows, you can visit us on the web at SavvyHomeschoolMoms.com. There you go. That pretty much covers it, I think, for now. Oh, I don't think it. I think we've got one more thing we need to say. I know that Tina can be found oh, online yes. at homeschoolrealm.com. That's true. Absolutely. And I'll, and yes, other sites that are irrelevant right now. So I'll put them on the website if anybody's curious. <laughs> okay. And I can be found on the web at beckytetro.com. That's Becky, B E C K I E. Tetro, T-E-T-R-A-U-L-T dot com. And again, if you didn't catch that, don't even worry about it. It will be on our website. Yes. (laughs) And oh, maybe I should spell homeschool realm too, because realm is not always easy for everybody. It's homeschool, H-O-M-E-S-C-H-O-O-L, of course. Realm, which is R-E-A-L-M dot com. So there we go. Excellent. We both should get URLs that are easier to spell. We should, but we're not right now. Not, Not yet. yet. Not at the moment. Well, Savvy Homeschool Moms is easy, so. Dot com. Yes, yes it is. Well, everybody, thank you so yes, much for joining you. us for our first this podcast. I really appreciate you guys. I had so much fun, Very Tina. cool. It's a great <laughs> idea. So, goodbye, everybody. Have a great week. Yes. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> this episode of the Savvy Homeschool Moms podcast was brought to you by Powergramo Skype Recorder perfect tool for Skype recording, podcasting, and online journalism, and more. Visit them on the web at powergramo.com. That's P-O-W-E-R-G-R-A-M-O.com.